0: Blog Talk Radio. I'm sorry. I buy a personal call. Do you mind? I'm sorry. You gotta make some changes. You lie on the floor, people are going to wipe their feet on you. New York City. It's a jungle. I'm affectionate.
1: Bonsoir and good evening, ladies. And all Denny wanted was someone
2: to love.
0: It's praise they few coming miles away. Dogs, alley cats, accents. I am called... <laughs> Yeah. I like Ben. Hey Ben, she met her perfect mate. Oh. You are I'm attracted to some. All I want, someone to take care
2: of. Me. I am a Pazoski. Oh,
0: you got the curse all over you, boy. Exactly. I can't do it, think about it, or even look at it. I turn into a monster. Please okay, but it won't change the way I feel yeah. about you. No. <laughs> What a you would have been. we gotta get tough, or you gotta get a gun. Put your mouth where your mouth is. Kiss me, stir me up, prove to me that I'm wrong. You're really, really awful. So, so But what brings out the best in her brings uh, out the beast bingo. in him. Falling in love can be very scary. My Demon Lover, starring Scott Valentine.
2: Everybody and welcome to the Cessploitation Configuration. Yes, for your shows, we got. Well, I got it down, pad. Let's see if he bunks it up. Yeah, I, 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 I'm the one who came up with the name
1: of the article that we originally did on the on the website, and I still can't say it live. Nope. <laughs> cessploitation Conflagration.
2: I, I did it. Oh, hey. <laughs>
0: Hey. <laughs> and that was
2: my demon lover. It's one of those that if you look at the synopsis of it, you think it's gonna be s- dumb, and it's actually pretty fun
3: yeah, uh
1: it like they kind of uh you know they kind of uh marketed it as um more of a comedy, and it is, it is a comedy, but they marketed it more in that, you know, you see that so much with a lot of different, uh, a lot of different movies, you know, you they kind of skew towards whatever they think the audience is going to be, and they, I think they pushed that one uh, more towards the comedy side because they want, the um... Uh, oh, uh, what was his name? He he was Nick on uh, Scott Valentine. On,
0: yeah.
1: On, uh yeah, Nick Valentine on Family Ties. So I think they tried to push that more towards the comedy side, even though it did have the kind of not horror, but
2: there was that aspect to it.
1: Yeah, you know. Yeah. I mean, and obviously, if, if he plays
2: the guy. Who, because he caught fooling around with this gypsy's daughter as a teen, gets a curse put on him that every time he gets horny, he turns into a monster. Right. right. Yeah. 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 And I love a, the that fact great... that every time he does it, he turns into a different monster. Right. Yeah.
1: That was a that was a great movie, and th- that's funny because we usually you and i talk back and forth a little bit before we uh before we do a before we do a show but we didn't really have much time to talk because we weren't actually planning on doing one this week but uh and we had a different idea about what we were going to do this week but it's funny that uh that you bring that up that 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 he's the uh yeah uh i i i i didn't even think about my demon lover at all but uh why, why, why don't we uh why don't we tell the people out there uh w- why we have decided that tonight's episode is about uh alien and demon sex we had a we don't had a run. reason
2: for that you <laughs> plan out an episode and you work on it like an artisan, and you chisel away. Like, every comedian has, like, a series series of jokes that they have a set built.
1: I wouldn't know anything about that. I've only been a stand-up comedian for the last ten years, so I, I don't know what you're talking about.
2: Yeah. And then there's sometimes you roll out of bed, and the gods of comedy just give you a four-piece breakfast combo with $200 with it. And we got that today. Our president in charge, that idiot, has supported this video of this woman who one of her proclamations is that Illness is caused by demon sex in your sleep
3: can happen
2: It could happen. You don't know. you ever had sex with a demon in your sleep, Stephen I
1: don't know with
2: this last illness, I woke up and it sounds like' it sounds like it's a demon in my stomach i I could have recorded some stuff, and it would have been perfect for the exorcist. <laughs> <laughs> And the second thing is she said that all medicine is made from demon semen. Yeah. You know, but isn't that
1: really just I, I I don't know if that's really, you know, what she meant to say, but it just sounds catchy, right? Like if you're trying to sell a
2: product.
0: Yeah, demon that is just semen. great
1: to
2: say just cuz it rhymes. Demon
0: demon,
2: come and me I baby I, I give it. <laughs>
0: It just musically goes good. Demon semen,
1: baby. Yeah. Demon semen. It sure yeah, It's
0: <laughs> 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 But, yeah, uh,
2: you have people posting this like it was sad.
3: Yeah. yeah.
2: So yeah, we decided that funny. we're going to have demon mo- movies with demons and uh that is sex and you would think, oh, this is going to be perfect. No, we've already started with My Demon Lover, and it's not per. I mean, it's sexual in content, but it's not what you would call, you know, what you would expect with the title of this episode. Yeah, right. And
1: originally, and uh, just so, so all the listeners know, originally yeah, we did – we did plan on doing a, a John uh, Saxon episode tonight because he passed away and we did want to talk about John Saxon. So I guess that's probably what we'll do next week. That was our yeah. original intent was to honor John Saxon. But, um, yeah, uh, we both just kind of lost our minds today over this uh thing and decided that we were gonna go with Alien and Demon Sex for tonight's podcast.
2: So it's funny when you get into demon sex, you get into the classy one of the classiest horror films ever. Rosemary's Baby.
1: Yeah. Yep. Oh she's got her father's eyes
2: <laughs> That's one of those where I'm glad. I love the thing, and I love the demon lover and it's monster effects and all that. But I'm glad that they made the call and not showing what the baby looked like in Rosemary's baby. That was the right call. Yeah, and I'm
1: glad they never made a sequel to it because. That's one of those Uh-oh. movies that, that's one uh, of those movies get that, napkin. you know,
0: go get that's one of those
1: movies you you can totally see that there was, maybe it was early enough in, I mean, it might've been early enough in the, uh, I mean, it came out in like late
0: sixties,
1: right? So 68. it was, yeah, sixty eight. So it was it was early enough that um you know Friday the thirteenth and all that crap you know hadn't uh, come dude, around. You know, it's we'll get an
2: because 'cause I'm about yeah. to make you cry. Uh, okay.
1: I got I In got In nineteen seventy
2: four a, a television movie came out called Whatever Happened to Rosemary's Baby?
1: Yes, indeed. I, I know
2: that. Yes. And you're like, I'm glad you didn't make a sequel. There was two sequels. There was Whatever Happened <laughs> to Rosemary's Baby, which, if you have the chance to see this, don't. Yeah, right. <laughs> and then Earl Lemming wrote a book called Son of Rosemary. And again
1: I, I know Go ahead. I I know I know about the book and I have seen whatever happened to Rosemary's Baby but I I don't really I don't really feel like that was a genuine I I know that the movie is also known as Rosemary's Baby Part two. But I don't feel like it has any continuity to the original film. So I don't feel like a legitimate sequel. It's enough like we talked about last week when we were talking about, uh, you know, random movies that they just fit a
2: title onto. To claim that it's part of well, actually the connection is that uh, Rosemary was killed by the Satanists pretty soon after the movie is over, and then he was raised by Ruth Gordon's character, while uh, her his dad, his uh, Rosemary's husband went out to Hollywood.
0: Right.
1: Yeah. And then the
2: book they just checked her into an insane asylum when she wakes up twenty years later. Right, yeah,
1: and uh I don't know the only the only reason I could recommend anyone watching that movie if you're a fan of rosemary's baby uh i I guess you can watch or you it yeah someone that
2: likes Rosemary's baby and you want to see him cry. <laughs> The only
1: reason I could recommend watching it is because Patty Duke is in it, you know, and you gotta love Patty Duke, Uh you know. Yeah, you know, she
2: gets Rain. killed like twenty minutes into the dang movie. Shush. shush! Spoiler
0: alert! I don't give a damn. I don't
2: want to say it. What? <laughs> what? Hey, why
1: don't you tell everyone? Why don't you tell
2: everyone uh, uh, what happens in the first twenty minutes of Psycho?
1: then, if you're just going to start...
2: Oh, girl, that's easy. What happens happen in the first 20 minutes of Psycho? A girl leaves uh, California and drives to Arizona.
1: Alright, fair enough. Tell me what happens in the first 30 minutes
2: of Psycho. <laughs> 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 yeah, I mean, Rosemary's Baby was a big hit, but it came before that with the Dennis Wheatley books and stuff. And we had a sort of a, it's, it's okay, not as good as you should have, and that's uh, To the Devil, a son, which was more famous back then because it had Natasha Kinski naked under 18 in it.
1: Yeah,
2: right?
1: Right?
2: It's we not talked that bad. About it.
1: No, no. But well, we talked about this last week and this is kind of off topic but you know whenever we do our podcast we always talk about the fact that I uh, that I worked at a video store in my teen yeah. years and uh, so uh, there you I
0: think
1: we I think we've talked about this before on one of our podcasts There used to be people who came in to the video store, specifically went to the porn section to see if they could find videos of underage girls, you know. Did
2: you ever, uh, this is getting back on top, did you ever watch the Continental compilation video, uh, Terror on Tape? Uh, yeah, yeah, terror on tape, yeah, yeah. Right in the um, middle of it, the nude scene of underage, uh, Natasha Kinski, they slow motion it to make that five seconds last about 20. <laughs> yeah. And that was a big right. selling point of that tape. <laughs>
0: yeah,
3: right?
2: Well, that... That was the thing
1: uh that was the thing when I worked at the video store um, people always came in and they were looking for uh pretty you know, baby I don't think they were lo- yeah I don't think they were specifically like creepy looking for underage girls they were just renting videos that had uh Oh, come on! What's her name? You know who I'm thinking of? Tracy Lords. Yes. Well, no,
2: they were looking to fuck you and the owner with that one. Yeah. Well, because they could have, like I I said, they could have took those in like hundreds of dollars, but
0: but yeah. Now now, look now
2: look back on it.
1: Look back on it. I mean. You and I are are close in age. I'm almost fifty years old. Back then, they couldn't have really done anything in uh, this. Yeah, I mean, we're talking about VHS, and we're talking about Tracy Lords. Yeah, sure. We had the videos there at the video store, but I mean, this was 1993. I mean. They weren't really gonna there wasn't really anything they were gonna do about it, you know. Uh, they yeah, were
2: just, if you were a video store and you got caught with one of those tapes that was like a five to ten thousand line automatically.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: That's why well, every company that had any of the material burnt it. The story was is that what? the guy who was doing the replication for the company that had most of uh Tracy Stuff just got a phone call and he's like, Hello? Burn it. What? Anything to ask Tracy Lords, it might be Tracy Lords, burn it.
1: Well, I hope you're happy, Stephen, because I'm
2: recording
1: this uh, podcast with you from a prison cell in upstate yeah.
2: New York. <laughs> but what's weird is that there really wasn't much Rosemary's Baby exploitation. You would expect as big a hit as Rosemary's Baby was, you would expect them to crank it out. Yeah,
1: I'm glad they didn't, though. I mean, we're that's what we're talking about, and I'm I don't know. I'm glad they I'm glad they didn't, but uh, yeah, I mean, yeah.
2: How could they have told that story in different ways?
1: Right. Well, um, I think, uh, I think, um, so they did do Rosemary's Baby, but, um, you know. Beyond the Door. Yeah, Beyond the Door. But Roman Polanski stepped away from it. Sir, so, oh, we're talking about Tracy Lords, and now we're talking about Roman Polanski. Oh, you oh, heard oh. about
2: the curse of a Rosemary's Baby? Well, for the people who don't know about it, what happened within a two years of making Rosemary's Baby, uh, Mia Farrow got divorced. Uh, something yep. happened. Uh, the Tate LaBianca murders happened. There was just all sorts of really creepy incidents surrounding this movie. Yeah, it it's like it's like all of the
1: uh, crazy stuff that happened around the Omen. Not that this has anything to do with what we're talking about, but you remember all the three That's not what the wolf stories?
2: said. That's what? That's not what the wolf said.
1: No? <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, but yeah, are... <laughs> the one that
2: you can consider a direct ripoff of Rosemary Baby would be Beyond the Door which had Haley Mills getting pregnant by the devil. Yep. That was just fun. Sleazy fun.
1: Yeah.
2: Oh, yeah, definitely,
1: yeah, no doubt. Definitely just sleazy fun.
2: And, um, now... And I I, I have love... to ruin the ending of this because I love the ending line, uh... The devil kills all the people surrounding it. You know, he kills the baby in the girl's uh belly, he kills Richard Johnson who's working for him, and he lets the other people go. You know why he does it? You tell me? Because I'm the devil and I'm an asshole. really that's what he says in the movie
0: (laughs) I'm the devil and I'm an asshole (laughs) (laughs) I'm like oh well fuck yeah
1: now remember uh, when they uh, when they released Mario Baba's shock uh, the next was it the next year? No, it was a few years later. But when they remove uh, removed uh, when they released Mario Bava's Shock, they retitled it Beyond the Door Two.
2: Yeah. Although it had no-
1: yeah, it had nothing to do with that movie, but
2: that Beyond the Door was a very, very, very big hit. Yeah. So,
1: who? Who who over who directed the original Beyond the Door? Uh, I can't. I, I got the DVD yeah, right can't. here. Let me go
2: look. Just...
1: Oh, you got the DVD right there. Well, go look then.
0: <laughs> That's what I'm doing.
2: Suicide, black, you look skin. Da-da-da. We're waiting. I know. And let's talk going back to the video store. While I'm looking it up, let's not forget <laughs> a little move, a movie called The Rocky Horror Picture Show. Well, what does this have to do with the subject? Oh, we'll get back to it. <laughs> well, when video hit, The Rocky Horror Picture Show did not come out. It did. So no, the trick people in thinking they did. Do you remember the eerie midnight horror show? Yes, I do. That was a movie called The Sexorcist, and it has Ivan Rasimov as the devil, and he deals with girls right. and she gets possessed by his diddling.
0: Right. <laughs>
1: Well, I do yeah, remember the... Yeah. Go ahead. All right, you got it? No, I'm
2: looking You're-
0: still. Oh, One we're of still bunch talking
2: about... Doing your show without like yeah. having your glasses on. Just go ahead and say what you were going to say. Oh, I...
1: Well, here we go. You started talking about The Sexorcist, and I was just going to say, yeah, Ray Dennis Steckler.
0: Horrible
1: film, but that doesn't mean I don't love it. I love everything Ray Dennis Steckler ever did. Um, Yep. But that's what you started talking about before you went looking through your DVD collection, so... Oh,
2: uh Abideo D acinitis.
1: Yeah. Okay. Well that was that was what I was I mean what that's you know one about of those. Nurse things Sherry? Who did what?
2: Nurse Sherry? No. Okay
1: do not remember. What oh. was the
2: Ray Dennis Steckler
1: one?
0: Oh, the Ray Dennis Teckler, the sexorcist. That's
1: oh, what yeah. we were talking about. Yeah, yeah, Ray Dennis Teckler. Yeah, some uh,
2: of the come out, they, they were just people like, let's just put sex in front of it, the sexorcist. Right.
0: But it was hilarious.
2: Yeah. You would go there and you would see the picture and the microphone and the big lips on the cover, and you're thinking...
0: Wow!
2: Finally, Rocky Horror Picture Show on, TV, on VHS, and then you ended it, and you're like, "What the freak is this crap?"
0: <laughs>
2: well, see, that uh, the
1: the the whole thing is uh, my whole point when we started this conversation about that was I um. People always assume that I'm a big fan of the Rocky Horror Picture Show because I like horror movies and I and I'm a stand-up comedian and everyone thinks that that's something that I would be interested in but I have to say man, I fucking hate the Rocky Horror Picture show and you know wrong with that. you
2: know what a real comedian does when he goes to watch the Rocky Horror Picture Show.
3: These 95 minutes
2: of motherfuckers who don't know how to tell a joke, thinking they're funny. You know what, man? You and I have been
1: friends for years. We've been doing podcasts for years together. That's the first time I've ever thrown the F word out there. So you know how much I hate the Rocky Horror (laughs) Picture (laughs) Picture Show. (laughs) Well, to be honest, I like shock treatment better. Yep, I do as well. I do as well. I would rather watch Shock Treatment than watch the Rocky Horror Picture Show. I I I don't enjoy that movie, and I and I feel bad about it because I like a lot of the people who are in it, and I like the writers, and I like the director, and I I I, I just I just don't it's got a great like score,
2: great acting, but for some reason.
0: Yeah, it doesn't gel yeah.
2: unless you got the right audience and the right atmosphere.
1: Right. It 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 does seem to work better if you're doing it. Yeah, the the group atmosphere it's a and commun- the great
2: communal experience. experience. Right. It it's the
0: same thing.
1: Well, I shouldn't say it's the same thing, but you know, it's like the room Everyone likes to go to the midnight, you know, showings of the room now and throw spoons at the screen and, you know, scream at uh, Tommy Wiseau and, 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 yeah, yeah, go ahead. No, you go, no. The problem What's I your have problem with, with the
2: room and any blue generation of bad film after that is the people who watch it actually believe they're better than the movie.
1: Right.
0: You're not bad. There's no way you could be better than a movie. <laughs> <laughs>
1: all right. Well.
2: Uh, but yeah, once the actresses on? hit, you got all. Or of so That's when they really started to get the demon diddling in Once the exorcist hit Rather than Rosemary's baby Right
1: And I mean I'll tell you For For me When When we start uh, When we start talking about text and the exorcist all i can think about is the crucifix scene and that that is one of the most disturbing things i've ever seen in a movie in my life and i and you know as we've discussed both here on the podcast yeah. and and back and forth in private messages and in the uh in the uh, you know articles that we did for our massive, yeah. I, you you know, I mean I've seen Solo, I've seen Man Behind the Sun, I've I, you know I've seen everything, man. But yeah, what would be considered quote unquote a sex scene in The Exorcist with the crucifix? I'm not even going to talk, I'm not even going to describe it. If you haven't seen the exercise, yeah. I'm going to warn you, don't watch this sex scene, but holy crap, that <laughs> uh, it that disturbs me more than most anything I've ever seen. Yeah. And 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 anyone who's ever seen the film knows why. It it is a disturbing scene. Yeah, but...
2: Well, I was just but, saying that The Exorcist was just a movie that they hit that opened the doors. You got all sorts of exploitation and quit. As soon as you get exploitation, you're going to get sexploitation. And then you would drag in things like Malabimba, the malicious whore. Right. Which and is I, about a girl it, who gets possessed by a demon and starts diddling everybody in the house while they're diddling everybody else in the house.
0: And right. And it came out
2: <laughs> just last year from Vinegar Syndrome in both its cut and X-rated cuts. Ah,
1: oh. wow! I didn't know there were so so the the two different cuts come out in two different releases like they're not in like one set in... Oh, okay that's usually yeah, that's most companies
2: had to release it in two sets because you could sell the r-rated or the gore cut on amazon and stuff like that but if you couldn't sell the x-rated cut you'd have to go to places like Diabolik and uh smaller places Right, right, right. This is the first time they did it as just one set.
1: Right. Yeah. So, did you say it was
2: Vinegar Syndrome? Yeah.
1: Yeah. I know. Yeah. Yeah. They they put out some amazing box sets over there. uh, And... Just for everyone listening, we are not sponsored by Vinegar Syndrome, but if you do enjoy underground cinema and uh offbeat films, check them out.
2: <laughs> and to prove we don't like Vinegar Syndrome, to hell with to hell to every one of you Vinegar Syndrome fans who care more about the slipcovers than the movies themselves. Alright,
1: well okay. I so wanna now, watch a movie, not
2: a slipcover. I, <laughs> I mean, just, just wanna imagine let everyone... everyone with a flip cover
0: going, Ooh,
2: it's so pretty, it's so shiny. <laughs> Look
0: how shiny it is.
2: Okay, I just want
1: everyone to now know that Vinegar Syndrome is never going to sponsor our show. So. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: uh, all right,
2: so
3: are are we the still talking
2: about one of the seventies that I'm bringing up now? Is one that Mondo Macabro has on DVD, and you need to go there and buy it. And it's and it's one something Montezuma's Alucarda.
1: What I have never even heard of the movie that you just mentioned.
2: What is it called? Alucarda, Spell Dracula backwards. Look up Alucarda trailer on YouTube right now. I'm doing it. Oh,
1: Alucarda. Okay. Here we go.
2: Montezuma was part of the Panic Movement. And do you know who the other two major members of the Panic Movement were? Well, not off,
1: no, not off the top of my head, because, you know, we always talk about, uh, you know, the uh, the crazy crap that happened, but, uh, everything between Tales from the Crip comic book yeah. to to uh Well um, here's
2: one. Have you ever heard of Francisco Aberal?
1: Yep. Yeah So So what
2: so what the heck is this movie all about? I've it's never about, seen it. uh two girls who get seduced by the nuns who gets seduced by the devil and become lovers, and then the priests try to exorcise them?
1: Oh, uh, did he try it. to? You'll
2: drop that trailer, and you'll have to watch it.
1: Yeah, I just I just looked it up on Wikipedia while we were talking because I had never heard of it, but. uh so does he try to exercise them with a the, uh, with his poke pole?
2: <laughs> no, that's what that's what they they are have set. They are the lesbian lovers and the right. religious icons and they are into repression. Right. Huh? And the third member oh. of the Panic Movement is someone you might know, I don't know or not. You've ever heard of uh, Alejandro Jodorowsky?
1: Oh, I might have heard a little yeah. something about him. Didn't didn't <laughs> we did like three friggin' uh, we did Articles, three him? Uh, yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah,
1: I know you're just I know you're just being a wise ass, but, but yeah. yeah.
2: Uh, Uh,
3: Alucarda
2: is just Freaking amazing It's the one that Mondo Macabro regret the most That they can't get the rights to do a blu-ray of
1: I'm looking at the cast On uh, Wikipedia right now And David Silva is in there So Yeah. Yeah Huh I can't believe I've never seen this movie before It's on YouTube.
2: It's easy to see, but buy the DVD because you're going to watch it many, many times. Nice. Yeah.
1: All
3: right.
2: Yeah, I'll check it out.
1: Yeah, it looks interesting.
2: Of
0: course, there's...
2: Go ahead.
1: Oh, no, I was just going... I was just going ahead... um, with whatever we were talking about next. Um are we still doing yeah, demon demon movies, night of the demon. Uh Night of the Demons. Uh, cause we were we started this whole thing talking off talking about demon sex.
0: Yeah.
2: So Well I talked so, to uh Kevin S. Uh, Tanny about it and I told him my opinion which would if he would have cut out everything with that grouchy old bastard, including that stupid ending with him eating apples and the razor blades, neither of the demons would have been one hell of a movie i- i I kinda liked the i kind of liked the uh
1: Apple with the razor blade in it. You that, you really? I know, didn't, but
2: there's no reason you, for it. It just drags down the movie. I mean, if the movie would have ended with them climbing over the fence when it did, and then showing Angelica going, "Come on back now," and he you know that ending with her saying, "Come back now. You're welcome anytime." Then it fades so, to black. You you had you had
1: Kevin. uh Kevin Kenny on one of your other
2: podcasts, right? No, I talked to him once at a convention. Oh,
0: at a convention.
2: Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, but you know, that you now you're welcome at yeah. any time. And so, then them running so, away. So you you
1: read, so so you went over and talked to Kevin Kenny at a convention, and criticized this movie.
0: And he agreed with me, so... <laughs> oh, okay. All right.
1: Okay.
0: <laughs> I'm just asking.
1: Now He said that...
0: The,
2: I'm, <laughs> and I also at, have a the the, theory, which is isolation. It was great why they were isolated in that house. And as soon as they left the house, we were still trapped in it. And that was the ending. (laughs) You know. Right. It's like uh, a prison with Rennie Harlan. Right. The first 45 minutes of it are great. And then it has that scene with the girl at the hotel, and it's like, why did we have to have this part? (laughs) You know, right. it it kills the t- kill the tension. Yeah, I don't know.
1: I I I still I still think I like the I I still think I like the razor in the in the in the uh, apples part from Night of the Demons. But yeah. you know, maybe I just like uh, Leanna Quigley's. Boobs, I don't
2: know. Boobs and
1: butt. <laughs> Boobs and butt. Yeah, it's probably
2: it's probably yeah, not that, even that. Tinny said that was supposed to be his original ending. Is like going from the credits straight to a smash pan on Lenny and Quigley's ass and those panties. <laughs> <laughs> now see
1: that? I can get behind that. <laughs>
0: Oh,
2: I see what I did there. <laughs> <laughs> what? Oh. 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 no. Bow to the man. Bow, <laughs> bow to you on that one.
0: <laughs> oh, my
1: God. We are ridiculous.
2: Oh, and don't forget witchery, too. Oh, uh
1: witchery? Oh. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't thought about that movie in a
0: long
2: time. Yeah. I, it's the one where uh, uh uh Linda Blair gets diddled by a demon while David while the Hoffmeister himself runs around confused and what's the yeah. name of the demon's voice from the Exorcist uh gets needles stuck in her.
1: Yeah, uh holy crap, yeah. Oh, I, I have not thought about that movie in a long time. Yeah. Yeah, it's got Hasselhoff. Uh,
2: Linda, Linda Blair. Blair. Yeah, those Mercedes are the
1: only Cambridge. two. Those are the only ones. I only remember Hasselhoff and Linda Blair now that you're bringing it up. But, yeah. Holy crap. So yeah. So uh there's a storm and they're trapped on an island and yeah. they have to go to a hotel. Yeah. And so what happens there's a ghost
2: in there or something. I don't I don't know, they never explain it's like there's a witch there at the first of the movie. But then the witch turns into some kind of demon and the demon diddles uh Linda Blair and then she gets uh frizzy hair and then a white gown for the rest of the movie. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah.
2: So I
1: guess it goes along with our our uh, theme for tonight. There's a there's a there's a frizzy yeah. hair if there's a frizzy-haired witch who has sex with people. So, so there you go. There's some there people that like
2: prepossessed, to... but that movie can go straight the uh, the nether the <laughs> nether realm.
1: Right. Well, there you go, folks. We we draw we drew in another one
2: that. uh
1: us hear This your... next
2: up genre is weird because I don't know where the hell it came from. Because usually with all of this, like, demon sex, you can trace it back to the combination of The Exorcist and Rosemary's Baby. Where the hell did the alien diddling and stuff come from? I don't know, but I've got some good
1: alien
2: diddling coming for you.
1: And don't Actually, forget, don't forget
2: uh, what was it—the uh, one from the fifties, uh, Frankenstein versus the Martians. Yep. Who Gullager? where they kidnapped the beach girls? Yep.
1: Yep. The yeah that I don't know. We could we could spend the next hour talking about how rapey there were like 50s movies with monsters always I mean this doesn't have anything to do with what we're trying to talk about tonight but Iga, I mean come on there's so so there are so many rapey <laughs> vibes from 50s uh, not even uh, horror movies Yeah. you know what I mean you're talking about. I was
2: about at a convention once, and I was uh, talking to Arch Hall Jr., and he was right next to uh, the guy who played Ego. Yeah. Uh. Oh, who was that? uh, he, uh
0: Richard Keele. Yeah. And I yeah. jokingly
2: said to E.G.A., uh, "I said to uh, Arch Hall." Arch. How did E guy get away with touching the girl like that uh, in the fifties and then all of a sudden I heard this big voice next to me goes Egon does whatever the hell he
0: wants <laughs> Well he
1: he did <laughs> He did do whatever the hell he wanted. I don't know. Uh I don't know. Not only do I love EGA as an as a movie on its own, but I it's also one of my favorite episodes of Mystery Science Theater three thousand.
0: Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, um,
1: I don't, I don't want to slide over into um. Uh, I know. We're still doing like, we're still doing weird uh, demon sex.
2: So I think
1: I we pretty much
0: reached
2: the realm the end of uh, demon sex. I mean, you could get into the witchcraft series, but I don't want to get into a movie series that's up to thirty five freaking movies. <laughs> No nope, plus that became a generic to... horror sex so- exploitation trope in the O-O's. She was possessed
1: by the lust <laughs>
2: of a demon. don't
1: dun dun what nope, But I did I did wanna bring up uh this is the end. Uh we uh I think we talked about this before we went on air. But uh this is the end, <laughs> the comedy film. Uh, you, you've seen you've seen that right with Seth Rogen. Uh, yeah, that's a war
2: movie because the movie sells it as this light, funny comedy, and then you watch it and it's this fucked up horror film. From the hell. Yeah, yeah, it,
1: it is a dark film. Yeah, it, it yeah, it's a dark film. After the midpoint where they, spoiler alert, do all the drugs and drink all the booze, the rest of the movie is just a downward spiral. Uh, But since we're talking about, uh, you know, demon sex, it has a very intense demon sex scene in it. Uh, About midway through the movie uh jonah hill gets raped by a demon and they don't show it in graphic detail but they show uh the they show the shadow against the wall as he gets raped by a demon and this is a funny story if if people don't know this um they actually shot that scene three different ways and kept releasing different versions of the scene uh, to the the ratings board until they were finally granted uh, a version that they were allowed to put on screen. And I think that's kind of hilarious. Like, can you imagine... But can you imagine doing, like, just imagine doing something in your daily routine three different times and just asking each time your mom, is it okay that I did it this way? Is it okay that I did it this way? Is it okay that I did it this way? And then finally she's like, yeah, okay. Yeah, you demon raped a guy in the ass the right way this time so all right
2: <laughs> well uh, I've, I've seen an early version of the script in an early version it wasn't supposed to be a demon what happened is that what was their name from harry potter
1: uh the dementors right is that no what you're thinking the on? girl
2: from harry potter who was in this is the end
1: No, I don't know. I've never seen Hermione. Oh, yeah. What the f is her name? Eh. Yeah. But originally in
2: the script, her character Emma 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 Watson was supposed to be uh, assaulted by them. Oh. And oh, yeah. to get revenge she sells her soul to the devil and the giant thing that was <laughs> the demon that raped it supposedly grew out of her crotch and she said, It's time for a payback, you little bitch. <laughs> <laughs> hey,
1: look, I, I mean I'm not I'm not a kind of weird pervert or anything but I yeah, thought Emma the studio
2: was like no we can't have that yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah, who but uh crap, who is the woman that's in uh this is the end um Yeah, there's a there is a female character in there that kind of plays that um She's not the one who who inhabits the demon, but yeah.
0: there is a
1: famous there is a famous female character
2: in there,
0: Ugh.
2: and they made him have that weird ending because the studio demanded a happy ending,
1: right. Yeah,
2: Yeah, in the original ending, they was supposed to end up in hell.
1: <laughs> right? Uh. Alright, well, so that was the last thing I wanted to talk about, I guess, when it came to... Uh, but yeah, in
2: the 50s and 60s, they would have the rapey stuff, but it would be hidden. And then the 70s come and all bets were off. Especially if one of our favorite titles from Something Weird Video, which the D V D goes for a crap load nowadays. Wham, bam, thank you, Mr Spaceman. Uh, all right. And that now it's worth it to hear the aliens name as they talk to each other. All right. Private jerk off. Private dildo. Private asshole.
1: We're into it now. We're getting into it now. No, it, it was a major asshole, wasn't it? Uh, yeah, major asshole. Yeah. And I always kind of wondered about that when I was a kid because exactly what we were just talking about with the possible... Emma Watson uh, in This is the End, was it Major Asshole, or was it Made Your
2: Asshole? I don't yes. know, that movie, it could have been both.
0: <laughs> yeah, what right it, it is, it's
2: about aliens who come to Earth, well, all of them are basically, aliens come to Earth to mate with women. You would get stuff like Mars made, Mars Needs Women from Larry Buchanan
0: Yeah Mars, And that would be-
2: Mars probably
1: does still need women Yeah
2: And one of my favorite uh sex, sexy cuties which is I hope you got this cuz this one's worth if you can find this anywhere, it's worth watching every Halloween, and that's uh, Kiss Me Quick. Oh, yeah. I,
1: I do have a copy of that, but like I've told you the last couple times we've talked, yeah. 90, 99% of my I'll stuff talk about is about this everybody topic.
2: else. Cause Kiss Me Quick it is didn't. just great. It's about an effeminate alien from another planet who comes to Earth looking for help to help save their dying thing. So he goes to Dr. Breedlove, who helps him try to find the kind of perfect woman. Dr.
1: Breedlove. Yeah, that that doesn't sound suspicious.
2: Well, originally, if you remember, the title card says... Kiss Me Quick or Doctor Breed Love How I Learned to Stop Worrying and Love The Boobies.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: right. Oh, uh, shoot.
2: <clears throat> that one's on a double feature with a house on Bear Mountain. Uh, is that is that on something weird video or Yeah, something weird video. Yeah, something
1: weird, yeah. So um, We were gonna I I kinda Spaced out and forgot We were still gonna talk About some other uh, Some other stuff Before we went full on Sci-fi but I guess this Kinda counts Return of the Living Dead Part 3
2: Oh, I right? know that's, uh, that's necrophilia. And speaking yeah, of exactly. necrophilia, going back, going back, yeah. the toy box. Right? That's one of the yeah. weird video titles that even I, when I'm watching, I'm like, <laughs>
3: and
2: then at the end, I'm like, what the
1: fuck? What? What just happened now? I know. Yeah. You know You know the funny thing about us uh not just doing these podcasts, but just you and I talking about movies, uh you know, messaging each other online and stuff. It's just funny because we do both. We do that where we're just like Wait a second, Uh, WTF, what just happened right now? We talk about movies that we've been watching recently and Mm. have nothing to do with what we're going to do on the podcast. They have nothing to do with anything, uh, but, but but, but we just talk back and forth to each other and we're just like, what, what, what?
0: <laughs> uh, and you know, box I think one one of those what, what what what? It's one of those. I, I don't want to ruin it,
2: but it's one of those that I don't even want to ruin the plot setup. It's just so bizarre. I think
1: I think the first one that you and I ever connected on that had nothing to do with writing for our massive or. Or doing podcasts together with Howzoo When we were both just like
2: What? Yeah, that was <laughs> Yeah, That's another one, what the hell Yeah And well, I finally it got was, to see that on the big screen About five years ago at the end of it As the credits went off
0: Yeah Someone
2: yelled from the audience What?
0: the hell was that? <laughs>
1: oh, man. One of the last movies that I got to see in the theater before this whole coronavirus thing started uh, was the last uh, Avengers movie. And when not the last Avengers movie but the next to last Avengers movie and when Thanos snapped his fingers and the character started dying off there was literally a teenage girl in the row behind me who started crying when Spider-Man died like she was like
0: no oh
3: god no
1: like started crying hysterically, and I was like, "You know, there's another movie, right?" And I guarantee you, Spider-Man is not actually
0: dead.
2: Yeah. Have you ever seen <laughs> Kuso? Seen what? Kuso, or Kuso? No Kuso. Yep. Yep. Seeing that in the theaters was a beautiful experience it's one of those that as soon as i they said we're going to show crusoe in the theater and my cousin was like i'm going to wait till we go see it in the theater i'm like i'm not he's <laughs> like why i want to watch the audience yeah oh god it was beautiful especially during the george clinton scene when they when it started, half of the audience, Woo-hoo! right? And the but... end scene too. Once it started, all you heard was just some big macho guy, Oh my fucking god! What the
0: fuck? Oh my god! Oh my god! What the fuck? Oh my god! <laughs> it uh-huh. was like a religious
2: chant over and over again. Oh my god! Oh my god! What the fuck? Oh.
1: What did I get myself into? Oh my God!
2: Oh my
1: God!
2: (laughs) (laughs) All right. Yeah, toy boxes like that. It's gonna it's gonna mess you up. It has some of the most bizarre. It has one scene where a girl gets diddled by a bed. A (laughs) bed.
0: <laughs> well, yes, that it
2: does alien sex. I'm just not going to say how.
0: Sometimes
1: bed diddles happen. You don't know, Stephen. You don't know how many times. You don't know. You don't know, know man. <laughs> you don't get out of the
2: real world. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. You don't leave your house that often. You don't know how many times people get diddled by a bed. Come on, man. (laughs) So, the next Alien Sex 1 I was thinking of was Alien 3, uh, which has a very disturbing pseudo-sex, It's not It's not technically sex But everyone who's ever seen Alien 3 Knows what I'm talking about
2: When Well if you move over to Alien 4 They had the human alien That before the director cut it out of the film Because they got bored Had both a Wang and a JJ.
1: Yeah I, I actually just Uh recently read an article about that. I think it was with yeah, was it w- within the last couple of days I read an article about that. That yeah, they were looking at uh Alien four uh having a vagina and uh and possibly a penis. Um it did and, have
2: it. There's shots of It, it, it he filmed it it's just that he was so obsessed with it that he filmed it so much that he got bored with it. So he said, "I'm just going to cut it out because I filmed too much." Yeah,
1: right. Um, and that was, uh, uh, well, so I'm talking about. Uh, I'm talking about aliens. Three, But
2: Yeah where the doctor
1: uh, gets killed Yeah And that has some kind of Disturbing Uh Almost alien sex Well but, when
2: it first came out The National Enquirer Put out an article With that picture And stating that someone Said on the set that uh, Ripley did get Uh Got her fiddle diddled by the alien In that movie and it turned out to be Utter poo poo
1: Right And then uh, The The next movie that we're Talking about is the one That was directed by uh, Well uh, Jean-Pierre Jeannot Or Mark Caro they were they were a
0: Team, it was, you know, you think... know,
1: when
2: the moved in America, Carlos stayed in France, and he directed uh, Emily and got Oscars.
1: Yeah, right. I knew, I I knew they didn't both work together after that. I think what was their uh, their last movie together was City of Lost Children, right? Yeah. And then, what happened yeah.
2: is, well, like I said, one of them wanted to work in America and the other one didn't, so basically they said their FUs and that was it.
1: Right.
2: Did, do you think they – I I mean, I don't
1: know a lot about the breakup, but do you did,
2: –
1: did one of them really say, fuck off and I'm going to go to America uh, because –
2: yeah, I mean, not no words exactly, but basically, yeah, they're like, screw you, I don't want to go to America. Oh, yeah, I want to stay here in France and do my
0: stuff. Right.
2: And as good and as they are, they're perfect together.
1: Yeah.
0: I'm I mean,
2: a, apart.
0: I'm, uh,
1: City of Lost City of Lost Children is an amazing film. I mean, Delicatessen is great. What else, what else do they do? Delicatessen and City of Lost Children are the only ones I can come up with off the top I think of my that's head. But it.
2: I'm not sure, but I think that's it.
1: Yeah, but you're but you know if you look at what we're talking about right now, Amelie is a way better movie than uh, Alien Resurrected or whatever the heck.
2: Uh, yeah, Alien Resurrection. You know, that was a film yeah. they were desperate as a placeholder. That was a placeholder film.
1: Right. Yeah.
2: What they were gunning for was Alien versus Predator. But when yeah. that movie couldn't get started in time, they put out uh, Alien Resurrection.
3: Yeah.
1: Which, as... I think we both agree is basically a terrible film. But it has its that's moment. Not, that's not that's not exactly what we were talking about. We were talking about yeah. alien penises and vaginas.
2: Yeah, but before I go, Alien Four has my favorite moment in the whole series. Oh yeah. When the four aliens are standing around in a circle and the three are like yeah, all right, our blood's made of acid. All we gotta do is cut one of us open. And we'll open the door and then the other one goes, Yeah. How are we gonna? Hey, 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 no 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 what the what the, the... <laughs> <laughs> hey, buttons but... What do we
1: don't
0: like Damn. No, no, no. Whoa, 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 whoa.
2: <laughs> You can even say him wave his hands like that. Whoa, 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 No, 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 <laughs> Oh. Uh, oh,
1: gosh.
3: It's
2: just when you see a great moment in a bad film that makes you don't like the bad film even more, you're like, man, you should put more of those
0: ideas in.
1: I know.
2: Just before I
1: I dozed off taking a nap today, I was actually watching a Screen Rant uh, uh, video that was like 10 bad movies that have one great scene in them. And I I was dozing off, but at the same time, I couldn't stop watching the video because just like you and I are talking about, every once in a while, there's just a great scene in a bad movie where you're like, well, I gotta see this. Yeah. <laughs> you know?
2: And the one so. I want to go back to is one called Prey or Deadly Prey, which is about an alien who lands on a planet and diddles two female, two lesbians, and then in the end, ends up killing him and finds out that humans are a good food source, so he calls his people and they start to invade us. Oh, yeah. Uh, deadly prey, um... Oh, crap, um... Deadly prey, prey, or alien prey?
1: Uh, the copy that I have on VHS is deadly prey. Yeah. Um... But yeah, it's the same movie we're talking about, right? I mean, yeah. Uh yeah. So
3: yeah,
1: it has um it's from Action International Pictures, right? It it's one of those like super cheesy. Yeah, Pete movie. Walker
2: directed Walker. it.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's in it's an AIP uh who who do you say directed it? Pete Walker. Pete Walker. Yeah. I don't know, uh I don't know. The one that I have on VHS is it was directed by David Pryor. I might be thinking of a different movie
0: yeah
2: the one i did come out in nineteen eighty and I don't think it it was a prison release not a not a action international pictures that's the nineties yeah the one that I'm looking at here on my
1: desk says it's from nineteen eighty seven a i p and it's from yeah different director. Hmm. Dead Deadly Prey is the only name that you have of it? Uh,
2: deadly Prey, Prey, Alien Prey. <laughs> uh, oh!
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah, Alien Prey. That one's from the 70s. Right? Yeah. 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 And you say uh director Norman Warren?
2: Oh Norman Warren, by bad.
1: Yeah. Yep. I
2: have also that one on like the Satan Plate. Which is another film about a girl being dragged to an English well, it's about a girl being dragged to an English countryside manor by Michael Gow so the devil can diddle her
3: right
1: You got to stop making me dig through my VHS tapes <laughs> I don't appreciate it, Stephen. I don't appreciate it. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, yeah. Uh yeah, the the movie you're talking about uh now yeah, Prey. Uh yeah, you're right. It uh, it is known as Alien Prey in some versions. And yeah, there's a weird I I can't remember. It's like this is a weird movie that is not only about forced lesbianism, it also has some cannibal uh side note to it. So And I once guess, you turn
2: into an alien it's sort of bestiality. So you got all sorts of uh perversion <laughs> in it. Right? Yeah.
1: Yeah, this is one of the weird, weirdest films I've ever seen in my life. Yep. Um, yeah. Uh,
0: you're right. And now... Ver-
1: go ahead. Oh, no, I was just going to say, the version I have is called Prey. You mentioned Alien Prey, which is one of the other titles. Um, My version says that... Copyright 1977 I'm
2: just Going to go I'm going to go ahead The well, first title it. was Prey uh, Deadly Prey was the second title And when Alien came out And was a big hit We got Alien Prey Oh Yeah So it does
1: It does a carnivorous, carnivorous. See, we can't pronounce all the words that we need to say to make this show happen. We can't even pronounce the name of our show for crying out loud.
2: Uh, so yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> so yeah. It ain't
2: shit on the uh, Mario Baba's Bay of Blood. That one has about fifteen titles. Uh, right. But. Nope. Then moving on to the one scene that I know that most women call the most painful scene in alien sex monster movie history and that would be extro. Oh, oh yeah God. Yeah,
3: you
1: I'm glad you brought that up. I wanted uh I wanted to talk about extra uh before I was gonna mention that to you before we started uh Talking on on air tonight, but I yeah I totally forgot about it.
2: Uh, yeah. how can you forget a movie where a girl gets uh uh diddled by an alien and then gets birth to a full grown man, causing every woman in the audience to grab their crotch and lay on the floor in horrible agony.
1: <laughs> well. How would you feel if a full grown man Came out of your penis
2: I would be bragging My penis is so (laughs) mighty You can pass an entire man I am more mighty than you I passed an entire
1: man Out of my penis You
0: probably
1: would too You probably would But uh, extra is
2: another one of those that you probably won't keep up with the plot Because I don't even know if there is one Because so much weird shit happens in this movie You're like, what the fuck? I I blinked in my eyes, there's a panther there And then someone called me from the kitchen I looked in the kitchen and turned around There's a guy with a G.I. Joe getting killed by a G.I. Joe Yeah, it's such a weird
1: movie, man and that like i said i was i was thinking about it earlier tonight when we were going to talk about movies and yeah like what the 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 dad is playing with his kid and then suddenly there's a ufo and then i don't know a a, a human Gets born You know how they did that?
2: That alien creature thing? No, I don't know They actually got a real acrobat Who could bend like that And put the costume on him Really? Yeah Well,
1: that's neat
0: If Yeah, back
2: then When we did the real way But yeah Huh and then he ra- and then the, the girl gave birth to him and then he injects eggs into his son, and then his son injects eggs into a girl and then the crumb puts the eggs back inside of himself and then the son puts the eggs to another girl and then the son gives the eggs back to the dad and then the person who plays the mother's com-
1: Hello? I'm back. Uh yeah. Yeah. So not only does does it get crazy with the what you're talking about injecting the eggs but there's like drinking blood and stuff. It's a friggin' crazy movie. Yeah.
2: And yeah, then they did oh, two I people uh, for that, and both of them are. Eh.
0: <laughs> right.
1: Oh, I, I can't, I can't remember what's going on. So I'm gonna drink some of your blood, and then, oh my gosh, my GI Joe is coming to life for some reason. Yeah. Oh, and don't like, forget
2: the Panther who killed somebody for no fricking reason.
0: All <laughs> <laughs> right. Where have yep. the
2: from? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> and then the next may be the most perverted poster of all time and that would be Seminoid Another oh. Norman J. Warren film. Now
1: was was that uh I'm trying to remember. No, so when Seminoid was a British film, so yeah, uh, yeah, it
2: was a co-production with uh, Shaw Brothers Films. Yeah, I was
1: thinking that it—I was thinking that it was uh, had something to do with Roger Corman, but he didn't have anything to do with no. that.
2: That's the
3: next. No.
1: One.
2: And what, hap- and what happened on the poster is this is the one with the poster of the girl laying there with the alien monster crawling out of her coochie graphically while light's shining out and people are shooting at her coochie.
3: I
1: I always thought that, because this is another one that I have on VHS, I always thought the monster was... uh.
2: Crawling out it uh, Yeah it was, and, it was crawling uh, out, she was giving birth to it. Yeah.
3: Well I thought, brothers I thought,
2: wanted in their words, we want an explicit poster for our Asian markets. Right and then well, they got what they wanted. And they didn't like that. <laughs> what the hell is this? This is what you wanted. Yes, this is what I wanted, but I can't show this because
0: it's
2: what <laughs> I want. <laughs> oh, it's come too bad on! The, the movie Shaw? isn't as good as the poster. The movie is kind of boring. Yeah.
1: Uh, uh, but I guess when we're talking about the Shaw Brothers, Yeah, uh, I mean. It's kind of a it's kind of a in between because, you know, the Shaw Brothers uh Kung Fu movies were the ones that really kind of pushed that whole hey, I chopped your hand off and blood sprays everywhere yeah, for Earth. They were the
2: first ones to do things like that. But then, right. like all other studios, it got to the point where they were out of touch. And by the time 1980 was coming around, they were throwing everything they could. Or as I call it, the shit against the wall phase. Yeah. And
1: I'm pretty sure Inseminoid was definitely probably trying to keep up with Aliens. You know,
0: I think that was their, you
2: know... Well, they
1: just
0: lost the
2: crap load of money on Blade Runner, too.
0: Right.
1: So, they were trying to see what they could do, and they they couldn't do it, but...
2: And now we're at the film that, one, gave us Jim Cameron... And two created its own genre of porn. Yay! Do you know what movie that is?
1: I don't know, but you're gonna tell me it's error. I I I was gonna say piranha, but we were talking about alien films.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Galaxy of Terror, the one with the infamous five minute scene with Taffy O'Connell and the giant worm maggot thing. Right. And so now, my fellow freaks liked it so much, he created his own subgenre of adult films.
1: Now, I would just, like I said, we talked. You said, uh, you know, we were talking about this before. And when when you mentioned James Cameron,
0: yeah. I
1: said, I I said Piranha. I know that wasn't right because we were talking about, uh, you know, Alien and and. uh you know, monster rape, but um, ah, I lost my train of thought. I
2: but was going to ask you there is once you get past that, you'll get into what's really cool in there, and that is some of the most amazing sets for a no-budget film ever that James Cameron did.
0: Yeah,
1: and and it's this is. Uh, yeah, it's another Roger Corman film. I do. Uh, yeah, I actually I like this movie a lot. Um, Robert England. It's a good
0: one.
2: What's that? Robert England's in it. Yep. Yeah.
1: No, it. No, it. It. Yeah, it, it's. It's one of my favorite uh, Z budget films. You know, it's not something that you'd want to... it doesn't
2: look like it. That's what's badass.
1: Yeah. Well, Corman got better and better as he went on with... I mean, we make fun of Roger Corman because yeah, he Yeah, we make fun of Roger
2: Corman, but don't forget, it, Roger Corman didn't have shit to do with the set design on Galaxy of Terror... You had James Cameron and Bill Paxton still in styrofoam, comb, styrofoam containers out of the back of the fast food restaurants and cleaning them up and gluing them to the wall to create a futuristic look. Yeah, and I never make
1: fun of Roger Corman. That dude made a lot with very little, and... We're talking about Galaxy of Terror, and he's got uh, Robert England, Sid Haig, and Grace Zabriskie in this. This is a, I mean, you know, I don't know where you How can How many ever of these
3: up.
2: monster, alien, rape, glopola movies ends <laughs> up being a zen movie by the end of it?
1: Right. Yeah,
2: the last five minutes of that movie is like something out of Cross of Iron. I mean, Circle of <laughs> Iron. It's right? like so thin and Buddhist. Right? Uh. Well, well, yeah, I mean, yeah, once Galaxy of Terror hit, that was like a subgenre. and it just seemed like you couldn't have an alien come to Earth without diddling the women now. Uh, right. Roger room was big on that. Let's see. The Terror Within. Uh, Carnosaur. Yeah, most people forget that those chicken dinosaurs diddle women in it. <laughs>
1: You're talking about Carnosaur?
2: Yeah. 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 Yeah.
1: I have that on VHS too and you're right. Yeah, they yeah, they did they diddle some women in there.
0: Yeah.
1: And
2: what's funny is if you look at the budget for box office, Carnosaur destroyed Jurassic Park at the box office. Yeah. Well bu- uh
1: budget versus what they made, yeah, for sure. I mean
2: I wonder, one go
1: ahead. Well, I was just going to say I mean, I wonder how much money they paid for Carnosaur cuz again, another movie I have on VHS. I wonder how <laughs> how much money they paid. You know.
2: I think it was around 20 to 30 million. Really? For Carnosaur? Yeah, that's how much they made at the box office. Oh, 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 I thought I thought
1: you were saying how much they spent.
2: Yeah. Oh the budget? I think it was around one to two million. Yeah, right. Because well. this is one of the rare theatrical productions that Corman did at that time.
1: Yeah. I know you know you know, we we kinda tease Corman, but he's always been a he's always been a businessman. He's always had the right idea when it comes to well, I'm I've gonna always put had
2: this idea how they should have done this when he won there. Uh have uh, Jonathan Demi, uh George Lucas, Martin Scorsese. Oh, I was yeah, about to get won yeah. an Oscar that he gave the start to. Just walk out on stage and stand there and just have him walk out and say, I did this. <laughs>
1: yeah. No, for sure. For sure.
2: Uh, There's a reason why it's called that there's a term the Roger Corman School of Filmmaking.
1: Yeah. No, I mean, but, you know, what's cool about it is even though it is the Roger Corman School of Filmmaking, he doesn't ever take credit for it. He lets them take credit for what they did, but yeah. he doesn't ever step up and say, "Well, if it weren't for me, you wouldn't be there." It's 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 the same thing. Uh, it's the same thing with trauma, and I have to tell you, honestly, I. I effing hate trauma. I I hate it. Uh, we talked about this a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. I don't. You know there are a couple of trauma movies that I like, but for the most part, I like the movies that trauma
2: buys and,
1: and
0: distributes.
2: Lloyd is, is real quick at taking credit for for someone else's work. Uh,
1: I hate him. I hate him. I I, I don't. Yep. I, I, like I said, I'm not going to get into it because I'm not trying to start a fight with friggin' Kaufman. But, uh, yeah, I appreciate oh, I a guess lot of the. what means
2: we angle me making a film in upstate New York, an independent film in upstate New York now.
0: <laughs>
2: yeah, I me mean, you get a budget together in New York and then all of a sudden. The, New York Film Commissioner's wife and the uh, head of the Independent Film Commission in New York will walk up and go. Remember what you said to me on that podcast, motherfucker. Oh, <laughs> dude. yep. Well,
1: sorry, I just I blew that. I didn't mean to. I'm sorry, man. And I guess I guess now our our uh, our film isn't gonna uh, come together. So I'm
0: sorry. <laughs>
2: Yeah.
1: Uh,
0: speaking no, of,
2: but, you've heard of Donald Farmer before, haven't you? Independent filmmaker?
1: No. I, n- name does not sound familiar to me.
2: He wrote for Cinema Fantastique. Uh, he wrote for the Italian Cinema Fantastique. He worked for Fangoria. Well, he's oh, funding, well, uh, I think, one of his maybe 50th or 20th Independent film now, and it's called Debbie Does Demons.
1: Huh? Well, there we are. Now we now we came back around to what we were talking about. Yeah. I
2: and go there and donate because just sitting and talking here for twenty minutes about uh, Leonard Nimoy and of course uh, Dave Friedman, God. That was just one of the greatest moments of a fan in my life. Right? No, I...
1: Yeah. You said his name is Donald Farmer?
2: Yeah, his last film was The Shark Exorcist.
1: I have never talked to this dude, and I have never seen his stuff, but... I'm looking at him right now on IMDB, and yeah, he's he's got some, he definitely has some movies. <laughs> huh. Nope. Never talk to him, but I will. I'll connect with him, see what he's got going on. Debbie does Demons. Yeah. That seems like fun. And it seems to go along with what we're talking about tonight. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. But yeah,
2: there's so many of these that if you haven't seen, you know, the ones that we did watch, the, the ones that I would recommend if you're looking for something oddball, if you can find it, definitely the Toy Box. That one will kick you in the boo-boo. The Toy Box. Yep. Yeah. Uh,
1: yep.
2: Uh, extra, well, you can get extra, I think, on a decent amount of streaming channels.
1: Right. The toy box kind of, uh, reminds me of, um... Uh, I say I can't remember but because it's not the room it's not the Tommy was so movie but room right is that what it's called the one about the woman who raises her kid in the uh in the she's imprisoned by the serial killer or whatever, I guess. Yeah, he
2: no. no, no. The Toy Box is about this man named Uncle who invites these people to a party at his house uh once a month and they do tricks for him and he gives them money for it. Right. And this one takes place after his death, and he and they're there to have one last party to do tricks in front of his dead corpse. Huh. That
1: that sounds more like uh, the invitation. You remember that film? Yeah. You saw that one. That that seems more like that, where it's oh, like. Oh, legacy. Nope, didn't see that one. The Legacy?
2: Yeah, the one with Roger Dalty getting choked on the chicken bone and uh, Michael Gow's the Satanist who invites the people to his house after his death to figure out which one takes over the evil satanic cult that he's the head of. <laughs> um. You just
1: said a bunch of Donald Trump stuff that I don't even understand. Nope, have not seen that movie. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> 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 oh,
1: shit. Mm.
0: Mm. All
2: right, well. Conflagulation. We watch weird shit, so you don't have to, but you'll want to.
0: <laughs>
2: yeah, Next week we're going to be talking about The great John Saxon And he was all over the place From Mario Bava films To post-nuke films To Kung Fu films To uh, Private Eye films He pretty much did it all
1: If If you only know him from one movie It's one of the greatest horror films from the 1980s. Y'all know what I'm talking about. A Nightmare on Elm Street.
2: Yeah. Oh, I was thinking Tenebrae. My bad. But if people thinking, for one movie, it's Booth Lee, Jim, Dragon Kelly, John Jackson, <laughs> Game of Death,
1: no, 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 no. If you only know him from one movie, it's from A Nightmare on Elm Street. Come on now, Steven. We're, we're going to agree to disagree on this one for the next week until it's time for us to do our John's accent show.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you. corner... Weighing at, weighing at
2: 200 pounds of, of 80s nostalgia.
0: <laughs> Nate,
2: the killer Blackford with Nightmare on Elm Street. In the other corner with 70s Kung Fu nostalgia.
0: <laughs>
2: Steve, the dragon, keo with Game of Death. I mean, Enter the Dragon. <laughs>
0: yes. You can't, even you can't even remember the movie that you want to put forward. So you know what I have to say <laughs>
2: to that? Yeah. Yeah, because I know more people know from Enter the Dragon, but my favorite is Tenebrae. But we'll get into that
0: next yeah. week. Yeah, we will
1: get into that next week. You're right, Tenebrae is good. Yeah, that's a good one. All right, we'll get into it next week. So, Are we done here tonight
2: Yeah and with that Good night We'll see you on Sunday I don't know what I got planned yet We'll see you on Sunday And here's another tune to A song to Well Fit the night perfectly Thanks
0: for
1: listening folks
2: I can't find it. Oh You can go da da. Apple. Eh,